coming to you from inside the Waterson Expressway. It's the only podcast that misses cahoots. This is What High School Did You Go To? With your hosts, Chris Hatfield and Gabe DeVerge. Hello and welcome to another episode of High School Did You Go To? I'm Gabe DeVerge and Chris Hatfield is not here because you're about to hear from him. Um, if you're listening to this, Louisville has just lost to the Boston College Eagles in the first round of the ACC tournament, 80 to 62. It is the end of the Louisville Cardinals 2022-2023 men's basketball season. Um, and Chris talked about it. Chris hopped on spaces. I wasn't able to join him for most of it. I hopped in, but he got Taekwon Dean to hop in. Ty Spaulding joins in. Travis Graff, myself, Lawrence, the legendary Louisville sports radio caller, hops in. Uh, it's a fantastic conversation. It goes about an hour. Uh, he brings up plenty of great points that you're going to want to hear. So if you are not listening after the game, this is quite a treat. Um, really hope you'll you'll listen to it. And yeah, the offseason is going to start. The offseason tracker, I think I'm going to draw that up here soon. There's a recruiting visit this weekend that's really important. We'll obviously be talking about it. Chris is going to be working his ass off talking about college basketball for all the different outlets that he does. So I really would recommend you follow him and, and keep an eye. Obviously you follow him if you're listening to his podcast, but just keep an eye on what he's doing. Cause he's going to rock it out. Uh, really recommend that. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll keep talking about things. We'll see what happens in this first Kenny, um, Kenny, Kenny Payne off season. Um, quite, quite a bit of interesting fan reaction. You're probably angry or relieved or probably both. And, um, it's going to be an interesting off season. So I think we'll figure some things out. We'll do some stuff. Um, obviously some fun always in the summer. Um, we'll cover, you know, it's, you know, we'll cover things as we go to it. Um, the women's team is still going Cardinal baseball is Definitely going to have a great season, um, which we're really enjoying watching so far. So uh, I'll, I'll leave it there. There's plenty more to come from us, but just wanted to kind of introduce what's happening here. Um, hope you enjoy this conversation. It's really fantastic. Uh, great job to Chris. And thanks to everyone who listened in then and everyone who's listening now. So we'll talk to you next time. And uh, I hope it won't be four or five weeks from now. I, I, I think we'll have more to say. It just kind of got tired of just saying the same thing about Kenny Payne team. So more to come on that. And uh, thanks again for everyone who's listening in. We'll see you next time. All right. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and go. We'll see who uh, comes in and joins. Louisville falls today in the ACC tournament, 80-62 to to Boston College. Um, They go to halftime with a, you know, a three, two-point lead. I'm not exactly sure what it was. Uh, And then just completely fall on their face in the second half. Throughout the duration of the game, I missed the first 10 minutes, um, but did was keeping up with audio, but I missed the first 10 minutes of TV. But throughout the duration of the game, I, I don't know how you felt, but I felt that there was no sense of urgency from Louisville. And just stunning to see for me, um, because we, we've seen it from this team. We've seen glimpses of it from this team against Clemson at home when they absolutely had to win. Um, you know, the national championship team was being honored and whatnot. There was a sense of urgency. There was a team that was cohesive. There was a team that looked like it could be a decent team, a team that looked like it could win 14 to 15 games. Certainly not an NCAA tournament team, but certainly not the team that showed up today. They proceed to throw up in the second half and are out rebound three to one. 
And again, man, just throughout the duration of the second half, there was just no energy whatsoever to go for the loose ball, to do the little things that you need to do in the postseason to win. I previewed this game for a few entities. I I looked at it for covers. I'm doing some freelance work for a few other sites. And I looked at this game, and I saw that Boston College – Boston College – is the worst team defensively against the pick and roll. Actually worse than Louisville, which is hard to believe, but 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 they are. They allow 49% shooting against the pick and roll. I looked at this game and I saw that L. Ellis is on the court and thought that Louisville had the best player on the court, and I still think that. You know, they had the best guard, the best scoring guard, the guy that finished second in the ACC in scoring. And, you know, I thought that Louisville could exploit that and maybe go to the second round to where they would get pummeled, but give you a little bit of a sense that things are moving, I don't know, maybe slightly in the right direction. And that was all a race. It was completely a race in the second half. When you look around and you see the other team diving for the loose balls, much more energized, looking like they want to be there. And that's my question going forward. You know, Louisville is going to bring back a head coach that just won four games, that just won four games at the University of Louisville. And I I, I know that Kentucky fans or Virginia fans or ACC fans want to laugh at Louisville and look at that and say, you know, that that's a joke. But honestly, for anyone involved, it's a little sad that this is that this is where it has got to. This team. Two years ago, regardless of what you thought about this team going into the postseason of the COVID year, I know that they were slumping. I I know that they had their faults. I know this and that. But two years ago, they were the number one team in the country for a fleeting moment. And I I can't really – I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around of of where it's at now. I want to make sure everyone can hear me. I don't know if you can give an emoji in the in the chat or or, or whatever. I want to make sure that I am coming through here um, so everyone can hear me. Yeah, there's one. Um, so if you guys want to join me, um, I, I I know that Gabe's going to pop in here in a little bit. If you guys want to talk, have at it because far be it from me to tell you how to feel about this game. Far be it from me to tell you how to feel about this season. I'm just a fan just as much as you. And I am, you know, it it, it kind of hits you after a little bit of while. You go through the season of malaise when you see Louisville losing all these games. But then you get to the finality, and it really just hits you that that just happened. That just happened. Like, Louisville won four games in a basketball season, man. It's crazy. It, it's 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 really hard to process. And again, I I can't get through past the lack of effort with your season on the line. I have um, I've struggled a lot throughout this season to to find places to criticize Kenny Payne. I obviously criticize Kenny Payne because I think the talent on this roster is much better. But I I, I think I've struggled a little bit to where how much blame I'm going to put on him because I look at the team 
and many stretches of the season, I think down the stretch against Miami, I think down the stretch against Virginia at home, and they lost that game by two points. Uh, different times throughout the season to where they simply weren't executing, where they had open shots, where they had open plays, and, and they just couldn't make the shots. And I've struggled to figure out how much to put that on Kenny Payne. But today, today, man, it was bad. It was really, really bad. And I see a few pop, people popping in. I'm going to get to you in just a second. It was, it was really bad because you see a missed shot. You see Boston College get a second rebound, a missed shot. You see Boston College get a third rebound, a missed shot. You see Boston College get a fourth rebound, a missed shot. And again, it's just not there. So that, to me, that is the type of thing that I put squarely at the feet of the coach. Um, but, Ty, I'm going to let you jump in, and I'll get to you right after that. Lawrence, I see you popped up here, um, and, and we'll get rolling. So give me just a second to figure this out because I am running solo, and here we go. Ty, what's up? What's up, Chris? How you doing? Hey, I'm not going to spend a – too much time on today's game. I mean, it is what it is at this point. A couple of things on today's game. I mean, I didn't realize. I mean, Quentin Post, I mean, he's a 15 points a night guy, a seven right. footer that wasn't even out there. And they still out rebounded Louisville by 12. They scored 40 points in the paint. 40 points in the paint without a seven, without their best player and without their seven footer. I mean that's yeah. They only and they only turned it over four times in 40 minutes. I mean that's. I mean the numbers of this game explain just how bad it was. Next next point. Um, I mean me and you have talked. I'm sure most people have heard the names that have been mentioned as possibilities to be added to the roster. I guess the question that I have and the question that that really is the only question that needs to be answered, do we think it matters if if better talent comes in here? Does it even matter? Well, I've always thought, I've always thought the thing that you should ask yourself, I mean, for Louisville basketball, is if you think the head coach can win a national championship. I, I, I don't know a person, and like I've, I've been kind of cross with some fans that have been overly critical, and I, I think to me it's just a little bit of draining of the season. But at this point, like I don't think any criticism that anyone has for anyone or any player is, you know, ridiculous. I, that's that's the question you have to ask. Is if you think Kenny Payne can win a national championship, and there's not a soul that thinks the answer to that question is yes. There's not a soul that thinks that Louisville can bring. You know, I I have some optimism about next season. You said we've talked, and and, and I've heard from others about who they're going to bring in, but I don't even have optimism about them making the tournament next year. Do you? No, and that's what I was asking, and that's what I was. My point was is I do think, and and look, I. Just like me, just like others, last off season, I, I thought they would do a lot better than they did, and, and I certainly have some some scar from being so wrong about who they're going to add. But let me say this: I I do think they're going to do very well in the talent acquisition uh, period this time around, but I don't think it's going to matter. 
Yeah, and I mean that's that's the the kind of thing. It's funny that that Louisville basketball fans are being faced with this uh, with this dilemma of 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 having a coach that could conceivably add a bunch of talent but not be able to coach them, considering that the, that's what they made front of Kentucky basketball for so long. I, I I think that's I think that's highly ironic that we're in a situation to where hey. Kenny Payne could bring in he could bring in Dennis Evans, he could bring in Sky Clark. I don't I don't think I'm dropping any surprise names that anyone's ever heard. That he could bring in these talented guys, but you're looking around and you're saying, Hey, does that run an offense? Yeah. And for me, it's not even the offense. At times this season, I think the offense has been good enough. But my God, Hey Chris, real quick. Absolutely Kenny Kenny Payne's at the podium. This is an interesting quote that I just saw. Kenny Payne yeah, asked about recruiting without the cloud. Quote, the ruling came at the end of October, so now this is the first chance that I've had to really go out and see what we can do. I'm so sick. I'm so sick talks about the cloud because it has permeated the team. You look around and you see a bunch of cowards, man. L. Ellis is the only player on this team. Whether uh, let me say, whatever you think about L. Ellis's talent, whatever you. Hey, think Chris, about him, hold up. We got some more bangers coming out from the presser. Okay, 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 okay. I'll I'll, I'll go ahead and, and rant, but you just you just drop these lines. To me. Kenny Payne, when asked about his future, that's not a good question, my friend. I love Josh, and he says he loves me. I have a job to do. Kenny Payne on his stats. I have one of the best staffs in college basketball. I can't believe you asked that question. What is there to evaluate? I don't understand the question. I love my staff. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't understand him bad in this. Um, I mean, <laughs> this team, man. This team for three or four years has had a lacking of just just dogs. And I, you go back to talking about the cloud, the cloud, the cloud. And I, I think that has made cowards of the entire team. Just go play basketball, man. Like there's so much timidness from a lot of these dudes. And I really cannot understand it. I can't. I mean, Jalen Withers is whatever you think he is. But when you see him get the ball and immediately not even look at the rim and pass. Like, uh, I mean, look at the end of the what was the what was the end of the game where they had a wide open look and they just passed it up and then I think it was a three point game at the end of the game. They just kind of passed it up and never got a shot off. I feel like it was the end of Virginia game. If I if I'm not mistaken, it's, there's been it's sad for me to say, but I mean. I wasn't watching that that Virginia game deep into the second half. Just wasn't. I mean that. I mean, that's where I'm at, man. Like I, I just. It's. I mean, I don't think it's apathy for me, right. but I'll I'll hop off, Chris. I'm kind of rambling now. Get some other people up here. All right. Thank you, Ty. I appreciate it. We have a former Louisville basketball alum on the line. Um, Taekwon Dean, if you want to jump in, I'm going to um, pull you in in just a second. Go ahead, man. How you doing? You're on mute, so if you hit your unmute, you'll be you'll be good to go. How you doing? I just wanted to say uh, I'm doing good. I man. love your I'm profile just, picture. Let me. Let, 
<laughs> I appreciate it, Taquan. Let me uh, let me just mute my mic and you tell me what you kind of think about the, the status of things. All right. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's sort of in the same same position that it was in when uh, me and Cisco came in as a uh, as freshman. Um. I just think it has to go back to the essence of uh, you know, connecting with the with the actual community. I just think for years it's been it's been a big disconnect. You know, uh, players have to have. I understand that you know it's the tradition and history, but we have to really figure out uh, what are the players playing for. That's that's basically what it comes down to. Is is it's what are they playing for? You know, um, when we played, we we played. We played hard. We played, and I don't want to say just play hard because that's that's cliche to say. But it, it's you have to find players that are actually playing for something. For me, it was it was a, a four year lease. Uh, I didn't have anywhere to go, go back to, so I couldn't go home. Um, it was it was either all or nothing. So everybody on our team had something to play for. So it's just tapping into that, I believe. I mean, when you guys kind of played, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it was 10 years ago. I, I was in a different space than I'm at my life right now. Right. But it felt like to me that you guys played with no pressure. And I look at this team, and, man, I, I, I feel like constantly throughout the season, especially early in the year, that these guys are just pins on, pins on needles. Can you, can you speak to that at all? I mean, I, I guess that's a – combination of everything that's happened over the years and I just think it's a stigma over over the over the uh you know the university that they they feel like they're still in that I guess that that storm and it's really not there I just uh I talked to Kenny and, and Kenny's heart is in the right place honestly uh he's thinking about the the player that you know what what's inside of the player first but and that's going to take time um honestly uh you know, I, I think uh, we just got to wrap our, our arms around him right now. It's it's a very tough uh, position to be in right now. Honestly, uh, you know, coming after Patino and, and everything that happened is is it's a lot. I mean, because Patino was a rock star. Uh, you got to think that those years were yeah. were you know it was in normal. He's he's not a Patino's just a different character, and to try to replace that is is, is is difficult I mean do you do you understand I, I guess I hear it constantly from the fans that they I don't think it's just me that they look around and they they see a lot of a lot of players that I don't want to say don't really understand what it means to be a Louisville Cardinal but I, but I think that they that they don't think that they play with a certain amount of urgency you kind of see that, and do you do you attribute it to? I don't, I don't know. You you played. I didn't play. I'm just a guy watching on my screen. But but I know that that we look at the game and we see people that it doesn't seem like there's just that sense of energy. What do well, you think it's, about that? it's 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 sacrifice, and when, when I say sacrifice is, uh, it was me and Cisco uh, sleeping in the gym with sleeping bags. Is what do you what are you going to sacrifice? for for the next player and and for me it was it was always to look at the seniors and say you know I'm going to sacrifice all I can so you have the best the best year that you have of your career so it's just 
uh, we always, when we played, it was everybody gave up something. Me, it was sleep. <laughs> I never slept. I, I stayed on the gun thousand shots per day. So it's everybody has to sacrifice something. And I don't see that. I, have, I haven't seen seen that part of it. It's everybody knowing their role, knowing, okay, uh, if you're a rebounder, then you get the you know, you hit the boards, and that's that's your job. I haven't seen anybody step into their their uh, their role. Well, I appreciate you jumping in, man. Um, you got anything else to say here? Well, no, I'm, I'm actually um, Josh is a very, very, very good friend of mine. Um, working on something where I could get those guys to uh, to Europe to to have like a team bonding for a week and and you know to get away and see something different uh, as far as like Real Madrid uh, they're on board. So hopefully that can help uh, you know restore some 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 sort of uh camaraderie and bonding so that's what we're working on and hopefully you know we're able to complete that well taquan i appreciate you jumping in um obviously you're a <laughs> carno forever um yes sir. i appreciate you appreciate you jumping in and then uh giving your input and uh be looking forward to uh seeing what happens down the road thanks man thanks thanks for having me thanks All right. Um, Gabe is in here. Gabe, I'm just going to let you come in as a, a, a co-host here. We have a few other requests, um, so I'm going to drop them in. You good? I don't hear you. We'll try that again here in a second. Um, Arnold Sportsenegg, I'm going to have you come in and uh, – We'll see what you have to say. What's up, man? You're hey, on mute, what's up, so man? You How you doing? Uh, go ahead. I'm good, man. Not How too bad. Not too bad. I'm happy the season is over. I can tell you that. <laughs> but hey, man. Um, I, I can understand Hey, a couple that. of things. Uh, I appreciate, you know, the coverage you give us, uh, kind of the real, I guess, emotion. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on, kind of the talent aside, I think we can all agree, not the best Louisville team we've seen. When it comes to the effort side of things, I mean, these dudes wouldn't even play hard for the guy that brought them here last year. Uh, ultimately, that coach quit. We all know that. What I mean, I the whole Kenny Payne thing with the effort. I mean, the X's and O's. If we want to talk about that, you know, all day I'll talk about it. But the effort side of things. I mean, you know, these guys aren't playing middle school, high school basketball. Um, they're playing, you know major d1 a lot of people would basically consider it a pro sport at this point um if they're not going to play hard for the guy that brought him here or the guy that they played for the first time they went to college you know brandon humley hatfield guys like that you know at some point i think you got to take a look at the players as a whole as opposed to just the coaching staff you know what i mean yeah man i i totally think that's that's a good point i've i've said that throughout times that you look around and there's spurts throughout the season that, I don't know, Louisville's ran some decent offense. I've never really seen it on the defensive end. There's spurts where I've seen things that I think Kenny is, like, doing something to where it's like, I get it. You're you're trying to get players to create one-on-one mismatch. You're trying to do these things. My problem throughout it all is Kenny never really understanding the gravity of the situation and yeah. saying, hey, 
Let me lean into Danny Manon. Let me try to adopt some of these simple offensive philosophies to get a few wins because I know this fan base is going crazy. And it's not even so much the play on the floor. It's understanding everything else, understanding the situation that the program is in and saying, hey, let me dumb this down for a few games. I know that I want to instill my philosophy on this team, but hey, let me beat Appalachian State. Let me beat Bellarmine because, like, I uh, everything aside, all the jokes aside, I think that Louisville's had enough talent to win some of those non-conference games. They, they, they just complicate at the moment. If you go back right. and look at the very specifics of those games, I think that they complicate at the moment. And if Louisville had you know, they got some of those W's, I think people would feel a little bit different. But now you're just kind of left wondering. And you're you're left for people to say whatever they want to. And it's it's hard for anyone to really make a strong argument against that, you know? Oh, no doubt. And then the only other thing I would say, too, is I feel like a big part of, as you mentioned, it's been, you know, three or four years since we had, like, some dogs on the roster. Um, you know, I think there's been very little player development over the last – I mean, really, since Rick left, totally, totally. Uh, you know, I mean, totally you know, Chris Mack won his first year with essentially with Patino's guys. Right. You know, so, you know, I think the more you turn into a revolving door, the coach, you know, the head coaching spot, the less attractive it is, um, you know, overall, you know. So, I mean, I'm a big believer in kind of like, can you do his thing this offseason, see what he can do? I understand the whole cloud with the NCA stuff has kind of permeated maybe a little too much. But I also do think it was a big deal because we had so much shit going on beforehand. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I appreciate so, you I mean, jumping in. You know, I think if you get to December of next year and you got three wins on the board, then it's you know obviously a, or I guess even October and you don't have any talent on the roster, then it's time to look at it and kind of figure out what's going on. But you know, I think at the moment you can't turn it into a revolving door, uh, the head coaching spot. Yeah. I appreciate you jumping in, man. Appreciate it, Chris. Thanks, man. All right, thanks. Gabe, what's up, Kurt? Chris, Chris, you, you hear me? I, I can hear you. How are you doing? I'm going to mute. I'm going to get a uh, drink of water or a drink of beer and let you talk for just a second, okay? Well, I really could. I, I'm, I can't, you just had Taekwon Dean really quick. Like, can we, like, can we, like, respond to that? Like, that was, yeah, that, that was great. I'm, I'm happy he joined. Uh, I, I'm bummed. I don't think me he's up, in here anymore. Caught me off guard. He uh, said what he had to say and he left, so that was great. I, I am bummed because, you know, those who know me closest know that Taekwondo Dean once ate at my parents' house with me, with Francisco Garcia. And we had a, a, a nice Dominican meal. And I don't think Taekwondo's still on here, so I don't get the chance to ask him if he still has my mom's Tupperware. Um, and if he could bring <laughs> it back, I would appreciate that. Or she would appreciate it. Like I know it's been twenty years now, almost. Uh, not that. Years. Yeah, yeah. It's a, like, like fifteen years. That. that would have been an amazing thing to drop. I like. I'm, I'm I literally a, really, a really sad. I dropped is, the ball. Chris is talking to Taekwon Dean right now. I was like, wait, what? Like, I, I, I <laughs> you texted me. I'll let you go. You go grab beer. You texted me, and you're like, oh man, you know, I'm gonna. I'm going to hop on here, and it is it is in the midst of bedtime. I am sneaking down. There's some Mickey Mouse on the television, and I sneak into the bedroom. Um, so I haven't really heard as much, but I'll, I'll say my piece. I'll give my reaction here. I don't know how much how much time I've got, um, and, and we can get some folks up, and, and we can hear them out. I won't take up everyone's time. Uh, it, I, 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 
man, what what it what it I, I joking jokingly tweeted that that this was kind of the perfect way for this season to end. Um and it's kind of fitting and deserved. Um I, I will admit, I, I will admit, I weirdly I weirdly felt some kind of hint of optimism in how this experiment was going about like 15 days ago um, and, and sort of how they played. I mean, seeing them win in person against Clemson, seeing sort of the response, it felt like we were getting closer to, okay, well maybe we can figure something out here. And all of that has been wiped away. And, 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 and that, that small snippet of, of um, happiness, joy, maybe we can figure this out. The rumors we've been hearing, the Dennis Evans, the, the, the you know, maybe, you know, I, I've been hearing from people who know, Patina or, or, or Kenny Payne is working his ass off on the recruiting trail. You know, there's, there's rumors. There's, you know, we're hearing stuff about Trenton flowers. Like it's, it's there, there's something bubbling up. This off season isn't going to be last off season. I don't think no matter what happens today, but just the continued, like you said, Chris, just the lack of, or, and, and whoever was on before I'm losing his name, the Arnold guy, like the, the lack of urgency in this coaching staff is to me the most alarming. Just the, the lack, you know, Kenny Payne just seemingly to feel no pressure. I, I like I, you know, I read some of the quotes. Just what, what is he, what is he feeling here? He, he, it was he a little. Was, uh, some of the I haven't read any of the quotes. They were just read to me. But some of the quotes that I heard, it, it, you know, it kind of felt like he was a little combative with the media, which is just a very strange thing for me to take. I think Mike Rutherford posted the. Uh, did you see the the, the bench comparison? Two years ago, to yes. what it is now. <laughs> yes, my God, no, there's bro. just no, there's no energy on the team but to lose like that with no energy. It's one thing to lose, to, to you know, to to lose by five to seven to ten points, but they've been fighting. There was just no energy. The the yeah. zone, they let the zone act absolutely deflate them. I mean, even even I felt like LLS like just it wasn't even that you know he 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 was talking big game about not being on the 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 you know not being recognize for being on any of the ACC teams. I, I agreed with him. He he suddenly tried to be like a pass first point guard, which I was like, bro, like it's almost you, like you, that's you, what he you took pick, from that's what he you took picked, from <laughs> you picked right now to be an under control point guard when you've just like what like, my man's my man's was playing with like with that, like 2012 Chris Paul last night on 2K. I was like, yeah, that's me yeah. tomorrow. My my guy, no, that's like that's not what got you here. That's not what yeah, it is. for sure. And uh, I, I have no clue. I, I, I like I, I, I like the previous caller said he's going to get another year, guys. Like I, like it's just like I, I, I'm not even I'm not even entertained. Not saying that I personally I would not fire Kenny. I'm not saying that. It doesn't really matter. He's getting another year. He's getting another year, and I, I will say as as a. You know, marketing person and PR person, I, I think the optics of firing your, your you know, a, an alumni, especially the first ever black coaches university after one year, is just not ideal. I don't know, especially a guy who's so well loved. I'm not saying that the that the results don't merit that. I don't not saying that at all. But that's just the reality of what it is. So either and and that's what we're going to get. I have no inclination from anyone that there's any real thing. Some guy tweeted out like, oh, "I'm hearing something inside Louisville that there's there's some concern no, for, for no, the no, way that no, 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 you're not, bro. No, you're not. 
No, you're not. And 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 that guy blocked me for some reason. I don't know why. If he's in here listening, I, I have no idea why you blocked me for some reason. You're listening and you're in here. Uh, just let me know. You can DM me. Um, it's it's yes. Like I'm sure there are some people in turn like, oh well, you know, here's how it's going. But but I'm hearing from people like the opposite of what I'm here. It's like, Oh, Kenny's like really working hard on the recruiting trail. He's, he's going, he's leaving from games and going to recruit players. Like literally after leaving games, he's not even flying back with the team. He's going somewhere else. And like, great. Like that's great. He, he's going to get this off season and we're just going to have to see, we're just going to have to see what happens. That's terrible. I don't want to hear that. That's, I don't want to, I don't want to show up in November and be like, Oh, here we go again. Another, you know, shitty season if we're, you know, five, ten games into this and already know it's going to be terrible. But he's going to get a chance to figure it out. I, 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 I am willing to to hear him out on getting players, getting a whole roster of players that, you know, haven't just just can buy in. I, I think he has to get some buy in, but that's going to take him as well as getting new players, right? That's going to take him coaching and, and putting a program together. That's going to require some buy-in. So All right, Gabe, you are, you are a co-host right now. And if it's okay, I'm going to take like two or three minutes and jump away for just a second. I'm going to stay on. I'm going to mute my mic. If you yes. Want to run yes. Things What's your, minutes. I can, I can, I can, yeah, I can probably go uh, for a little bit. Um, okay. So let me, let me bring on, let's bring on lemon pepper. Who's been, waiting for just a little bit. Lemon pepper, go ahead. You should be good if you unmute. If you unmute, I think you're good. Hello? Yeah, we can hear you. Go on ahead. What's up, guys? Well... How's it going? Y'all know me as a crazy Louisville fan, man, who calls the radio <laughs> and really goes in on every sport. But this year, people have been getting mad at me because I wasn't going in enough on the basketball program like I normally do. Because I'm one of the guys who still believe in Kenny Payne. I still believe he can get this program back the way it, the way it needs to be, where it needs to be. And this year... Yeah, it was bad. No, no, no. Um, rebounding, no physical play, bad on defense. At this halftime, you didn't know what offense they were trying to run. Like to the middle of the season, till they start running some type of system. Next year, he get he got to get players. No ifs and buts about it. He can't be he can't be quiet. He can't. He got. He got to let let everybody know what players he's getting. Because all this quiet stuff he did this offseason, it did not work. Right. That's right. Go ahead. Man. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. Now he put himself in a position where he can't be quiet, and he got to um let air, let basically let the media know, let the fans know what you're doing now. Cause all that quiet stuff you did this year, it ain't gonna happen. And you saying you got since there ain't no more clouds, you got more time to get players. Then you better have at least two commitments signed by April first. We better know by di- by this week and next week who 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 staying, who's leaving. We better you better have some new players coming in right away. No no waiting to um late June, July, August, September. No. 
that you need to have a team ready to play by the, by the time the season starts. No more waiting. Because this year, I'm not going to be cool, calm, collected like I was this year. Next year, I'm going to be crazy like, like, like I've always been. <laughs> so... So I'm gonna get on you, Kenny. Every every single game, if you, if your team go out there and look bad, you gonna wish you gonna wish you never never heard heard of me. So, what do you? What is your? What's like the number one thing you'd like to see improved? Maybe a uh, position, or I mean, you talk about physicality a little bit, but like, where, what type of player are you you wanting us to go after? You think point guard. Point guard and big man. We did this team did not have a good point have point guard this whole season. Bad transition offense. Bad did not have no big man a big man in the front court this season. A big man did not want to rebound, shot away from the basket, and and on the end got beat on back door constantly time and time again. They need a big man. You need a big man who can block shots, rebound the ball, intimidate guys, who, who ain't gonna be who's gonna be afraid to go in the lane and try to um dunk. Matter of fact, I do not want to see teams dunk on Louisville like they did this year. <laughs> they do. They do be dunking on us a lot. They do. <laughs> uh, how many games did you see this year where teams are dunking over and over again on Louisville? What's the point of having a, a lot? A what's lot. the point of having a Duncan Cardinal bird in the middle of a court if 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 Louisville ain't being the one who's dunking on teams? I was about to say, not only are they getting dunked on, they are doing very little dunking, which Chris pointed out. I think posted a uh, a chart I think a week or two ago. Like it's it's way down in both both areas. <laughs> like I said, man, transition transition offense. How many times? Did you see a guard? Did you see L. Ellis just walk the ball court instead of um, going, 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 going fast? That's why we need a point guard who's going to go, go, go. You, you tell Kenny. You told us this offseason, this offense going to be hitting quick. It was slow and pathetic this year. Next year, it got to be hitting quick because if, if they if they ain't going to run decent half court offense. Your defense, you got to be better on defense because, to me, offense make your defense better because when you're scoring points, it puts pressure on the other team to try to get buckets. That means the other team going to have a whole lot of bad shots. That means you want to actually have more rebounds and more teams shooting bad shots for your defense that ain't going to be dead last in the country. So... That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, I, I appreciate appreciate the input, and Pepper. Anything anything else from you? Anything else we can? Yeah, Roseville Willer, He better not be back this year. <laughs> that is a that that is a perfect jumping off point, Lawrence. I I appreciate that. Um, thank you for jumping in. I think you have just perfectly summed up a lot of the things we've said. Nobody's scared to play Louisville. That's that's for sure. Um, thank you for jumping in. All right, man. Appreciate you.
What's uh, Chris? Are you back or? Yeah, I'm good to go. Okay, I'm gonna bring Travis up because you know, rec- recruiting insider Travis Graff. I'll probably have to sneak it, sneak out after him, but um, Travis, what's up, guys? We're, we're doing all right. How are you doing? Doing good, man. You all glad that season's over? I am. Yeah. I'm happy it's over, Travis. <laughs> Man, shout out! I feel like you brought a little bit of a UK contingent, Travis. I see some UK guys in here. Set, you know, here here to here to lick some tears. I see that's fire. That's fair. That's fine. No, what, shout out to what, all I, there. what I think, <laughs> what I think, uh, what the lemon pepper guy was just talking about, and I agree with is for one, they need a big man. For two, they need a point guard. And like you all talked about earlier, they need high IQ basketball players across the board as well as dogs that will – no, not even dogs, but guys that will get in extra work. The guys that are getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning for an extra workout. There may have been one guy on the team this year that did that for Louisville. Um, You need guys that – Kenny talks about culture. He's got to get the guys into the program. They're going to get in that extra work. They're going to set the foundation and start a breakfast club, whatever they want to call it. Um, And I think that he's got to show Louisville fans that – like, look, there's help on the way, and that starts this weekend. Hopefully, for them, they can lock up Dennis Evans. Um, I think obviously would be yeah. Huge. Like yeah for for Kenny that that should be number one. You lock up a the, we have him ranked number eleven in the country. He yeah he's a guy that Louisville has a when who who will he be the highest recruit says. Smarto Samuels. Yeah, Smarto Samuels, yeah. So you lock up the highest-ranked recruit in over a decade. That shows, like, all right, we got we got some troops on the way. Then if you're able to get Trent Flowers, then you're just building momentum. But the thing that he has to do this year is he has to absolutely kill the transfer portal. Last year, like, because yep. that's my thing, is this year I see what he's wanting to run on offense, but he just didn't have the pieces to do it. And a lot of that starts with you have one combo guard on the roster. You don't have a point guard to run the offense. Um, so a lot of the a lot of the offensive woes came from just not having the personnel. Definitely, and, I, and I, even Chris and I before the game, we were talking a little bit about you know kind of what we want. You know, I know we we've been known for for posting the offseason tracker. We definitely will be looking at what what we can expect, hopefully on the on the grad transfer front. What um, you know, Travis, obviously you you tend to have a little bit of expertise in this recruiting business, just a little bit, you know. Um, but what so you know, obviously Dennis Evans, obviously you know Trent Flowers, someone they've really been pursuing. Um, what do you make, I guess a question for you, what do you, you know, you, you obviously have a lot of contacts in this. What do people make of how Louisville season is? Like, do you think that if, like, how much does that affect the standing of Kenny Payne when he walks into someone's room? Like, oh, they're four in what they're four and 20, whatever. Like, you know, the, how much is that dinging him? As I think that's kind of the concern I always hear when I talk to people, they're like, well, why would they listen to Kenny Payne if he's got four wins right now? Like, Seventy, I would say seventy-five to maybe even ninety percent. The kids and families and coaches that I talk to at the high school level, they talk about, um, they talk about, yeah, they're having a bad season, but, and then they go on to talk about Danny Manning's track record, Kenny Payne's track record, how Nolan Smith was as a player. Just give them time, but I think next year is going to be the measuring stick for a lot of people. They're giving everybody's giving them a pass for this year. It seems for the most part. But next year, 
like can't even really start talking 2024 recruits because he's got to kill it in the transfer portal. He's for him, he's got to get Dennis Evans. Um, for us to even be having a discussion for what he's going to do in 2024, uh, like outside of Dennis Evans, there's no other 2023 prospects that he'll get. It'll all be transfer portal guys, right? Right. But for the, no, that, I mean, nobody's really writing him off. Like they know what it is, but they also know. I mean, a lot of people outside of Louisville talk about the NCAA stuff. Uh, I know a lot of people around here think think it's over, it's overused. But a lot of the people outside of Louisville look at that and be like, oh, he he had his hands tied and all that. So it's not as bad on the recruiting trail as you as people would think. I think he messed up last year in his first cycle going after a lot of big fish instead of getting a lot of like, like top, 50, <laughs> top 50 to 100 kids. Yeah. Travis, I, I, I do have a question for you. Obviously, like we've talked a bunch, but why do you why do you think that schools that have been under the same kind of microscope like Kansas and Arizona – They've been able to pretty much just move on scot-free. It hasn't really affected them in recruiting. And I guess what I'm asking pretty much is how much do you think last year affected them in recruiting with the cloud, or was it just targeting the wrong people? I think it's a combination of both. And then with you're talking about the other schools. If, if you look at the only school that walked hand-in-hand with the NCAA every step of the way, it was Louisville. The people that kind of – flipped off the the NCAA and just said, screw you, we're going to do whatever we want to do. Those are the guys, those are the schools that are walking off scot-free like you are talking about. Yeah. So I I think that it's just been half a decade worth of that stuff. And then Louisville big game hunting when they should have like got top 25 to 75 kids instead of going after top five kids. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that kind of the good thing for Louisville is that, Kenny Payne is still very respected in recruiting cycles um, and uh, recruiting circles, I should say, regardless of what uh, that seems to be the prevailing theme. What Gabe just asked is like, you know, what do you say to these recruits when you've just won four games? But it seems to me that it's still relatively positive towards Kenny Payne. Is that, is that correct? Yeah. they. I've talked to people that are, I mean, of course he's got the big men history. So the big men, the people that have the big men recruits are talking about that, but even guards are like, Oh yeah. Like what he wants to do with the guards, he's going to let them rock out and things once he has his own roster. So I think that a lot of people are giving him a lot more leeway than the Louisville fan bases, which of course, like Louisville, Louisville fans are not dumb. They're one of the, best fan bases of all time, one of the greatest programs of all time. They, The fans know good basketball, and they know that they didn't see it this year. So hopefully for Kenny's sake, whenever he gets his own players in here next year, like because I think that they're going to revamp the roster, and I might – I mean, I think it could be as extreme as you see anywhere from three to five players off this year return. I think that you're going to see – a lot of positivity from like recruiting circles and things like that. That obviously would be great. And, and, and kind of like adjacent to this. And I, I did hear, you know, Chris and I, we were talking this morning, you know, someone, someone on the radio was like, you know, it's going to be tough for Louisville fans to kind of like buy into Kenny. It's going to take longer, but I, I, and I sort of, I think I disagree with that and point directly to what Scott Satterfield did after having that terrible season he had, and then immediately going and getting Ru- Ruben Owens, Pierre, uh, Pierre Clarkson, and Aaron, Aaron was all those guys. 
it, it, Louisville fans are ready. I think it, it, it would be easier for Kenny Payne to win back some of this fan base. If he can just get some quick wins, he gets at like, like Trav saying, he gets one this weekend with Dennis Evans, bring in Dennis, Dennis Evans in the next seven days. And my, like, just say, all right, you know, let's, let's, let's try this again. Let's try this again. And it's going to take time to figure that out on the court, but just to get, some level of buy-in from this fan base, I think, early would be so big for him. Well, something, too, that I think is understated uh, within, like, the recruiting uh, stuff for Kenny Payne this past year is when he took the job, he had so many people telling him, oh, yeah, I'm going to be in your corner. I'm going to help you. I'm going to do this and that. And a lot of those guys disappeared. Uh, didn't really – didn't obviously didn't get him guys, didn't help him in any way. And I think a lot of it, too, is I think that – it may have been overestimated. I don't know if that's the right word, but I think it may have been misjudged by like him and Nolan coming from Kentucky and Duke that those schools recruit for themselves. Yeah, yeah. And you're and you're recruiting for legends as your head coach. So I th- I think that honestly I think that they got punched in the mouth this year. I mean that's obvious, but you can learn a lot from being punched in the mouth. Now that all makes sense. That makes sense, Chris. I think I think uh, Travis. I appreciate. I think I got to sneak out a little bit, Chris. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hop out. I appreciate you. You let me co-host. Uh, yeah, no, no problem, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll if you're still on like 20 ish minutes, I'll hop back in. <laughs> all right, guys. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep rolling for just a little bit. I don't know if anybody else wants to jump in, um, but the prevailing theme. <laughs> throughout pretty much everyone that's talked is that Louisville has no identity. They have – when you face Louisville basketball, you really – there's nothing that they're going to do that you're going to say, you know, this is what we need to watch out for. You have that with Virginia. It's defense. You have that with Kentucky. It's overwhelming athleticism. It's NBA athletes. You have that with Kansas. It's kind of the same thing. Overwhelming athleticism. Athletes. You have that with North Carolina. They're going to beat you on the backboard. They're going to speed the game up. They're going to get down the court and score on you. And nobody says any of that things about Louisville, and that's been missing for years. And I think that is the biggest focus for Kenny Payne going forward is what is this team going to be? What are they going to hang their hat on? I I posted that graphic that Gabe mentioned about block percentage. Um, mobile has been – that kind of surprised me, honestly. But over the last, I don't know, decade or so, mobile has really been able to establish defense around the rim. It kind of fell off when Kenny Payne, when uh, Chris Mack was hired. I think some of that was a little bit of system induced because of the defense they played. But before then, they were really good around the rim. You're talking about block percentages around the 20%. That's that's really good. 20% of your possessions are being blocked. That's I mean, that's that's very substantial. And then it fell to 10%, then it fell to 8%, then it fell to where it is now. And that's not there anymore. So if you want to attack the route of let's get some big man, let's build a wall around the rim, let's make teams be perimeter base when they play us, that's a good starting point. But right now, none of that's here. And I think that's something that they have to, have to establish. Kenny Payne talks so much about culture. There's not an identity in this program. And I – 
out of everything, out of the X and O's, out of this is what we're going to do on offense, blah, 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 blah. That's what needs to be established is who you are when you take the floor. What do you hang your hat on? I mean, I'm looking even at Notre Dame, Virginia Tech right now. I know what these teams do. Notre Dame shoots a lot of threes. Virginia Tech shoots a lot of threes. You better watch out for that. Syracuse, when you play them, what do you think about Syracuse? Zone defense, that's what you think about. When you think about Louisville basketball, you don't think about anything. You really don't. That identity has eroded. It used to be we're going to press you. If you're up by 20, if you're up by 15, you know, that lead's not safe because it, it, it can be erased pretty quickly because we're going to put you on that pressure throughout the game. And Louisville just doesn't have that right now. And that's what's missing. You have to establish some type of identity within your program. And whatever it's going to be is what you have to move forward with. Um, I don't know if any of us wants to join us. Uh, I'll give it 30, 45 seconds. I appreciate everyone that has enjoyed it. We'll drop this in the podcast. We had Taquan Dean in here. We had Travis Graff in here. We had Lawrence in here. Um, it, 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 it was a good conversation. But again, for me, that is, that is the thing. All these teams that Louisville are chasing have a very, very clear identity. And Louisville doesn't have one. There's nothing that they do consistently. There's things that they do, uh, even that you could see this year throughout, that you look at and say, hey, maybe, maybe this is something that you can, you can build around. Um, I thought that against Western Kentucky – and the wins that they got against Clemson, even against Miami, you look at those games and they were down substantially and they came back and they won those games. It was, it was the whole boom thing that Louisville uh, built its, its identity around when, when Coach K had that, that statement about the boom and, and whatnot. But right now, none of that's there. And you just got to find that. You just got to find what you're going to build your program around. And without it, everything else is just just inconsequential. So, um, yeah, I appreciate y'all joining me tonight. And uh, we'll get this up on the pod and uh, hope we can have something new to talk about here in a few weeks. But I'm going to hop off now. So y'all take care.